Welcome to The Connection. A podcast to connect you to the parish of Yates and Froomside Benefice. My name is Howell. And I'm Justin. We are your hosts sharing with you the connection between faith and everyday living. So this week on The Connection, we're getting ready for Christmas now because it is... December, yeah, we're, yeah. we're getting there now, aren't we? So it's time to get the Christmas films out. So, Justin, what's your favourite Christmas film, apart from the one we're going to talk about today? Oh, my goodness, what is my favourite? I mean, Miracle on 34th Street, that's one of, you know, a good one to watch, I guess. Oh, goodness, so many Christmas movies to pick from. Elf, that's Elf. another good one. Elf. Um, Polar Express. You know, you tell oh, your kids. I haven't that, you know, seen that. Oh, you've got to watch it. It's a good one. I haven't so seen the Tom that Hanks one. special. It's a good one. I mean, some great Christmas movies out there. Difficult to pick which one. But is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's the question, <laughs> isn't it? I, I say it's not a Christmas film. But it seems to always roll out at Christmas time and be branded with tinsel that it is. Oh, I think it's just a con. It's, it's like, no, no, it's not. It's not. What's the other one they like in the house now? Christmas with the Cranks. Okay. They like that one. Okay. We got we got them all. It's just it's just too much, really. To be fair. Now we know as we know as Christians, there is only one story that we ever really want to focus on. But next to that, there is another story that we focus on. Yeah, and, and it's got to be this week. It's uh, Muppet Christmas Carol. Yeah. I love that. It's got the best songs, isn't it? <laughs> It's in the singing of a street corner choir. It's going home and getting warm by the fire. It's true wherever you find love, it feels like Christmas. A cup of kindness that we share with another. A sweet reunion with a friend. Guaranteed to be a film that everyone has seen. It's rerun a billion times over Christmas. <laughs> it's it's certainly part of my ritual <laughs> Christmas at home with the with with Team Blackett uh, to, to to watch it because it's just great. I've grown up with it and the kids love it and it and it just brings uh just the touch of christmas i mean christmas has started when you can hear them the thing is with it though you don't even have to have kids to watch christmas carol no, 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 big christmas carol no, you no. know i remember we bought it on video no no it was on the telly it was it was on the telly on the uh, christmas eve 2000 which was our first christmas uh where we were married okay and we said we weren't going to go anywhere we we're going to stop in the house because it's our first christmas where we were married and uh, we just did all the Christmas prep and all the rest of it. And then Muppet Christmas Carol came on. And I think we've watched it like nearly every Christmas since, really. You kind of can't get, <laughs> can't get round it, innit? You know? A Dickens story has been remade billions of different times by many different actors. It's been portrayed in many different ways. But there's nothing quite beats uh, the Muppets version. No, no. Not even, not even the... Uh, was it Albert Finney, nineteen seventy one, with the oh. with the, um, with the, the <laughs> Scrooge with the songs? Yes, you know. But that, this one is good. I think that, the reason I like the songs, though, I think, is because it's a musical. The songs kind of add to it, though, don't they? Yeah, all they the way do. through. They
do, they do, and it's great to see Kermit and his friends all singing along with it too. And <laughs> it's and, and of course, I think one of the better things is that the film isn't just central around the characters. There's like another story going on in the background, isn't there? They always get the the, the puppets also doing other things, and I don't think it's it must. I mean, it, it would be great to go the kind of behind the scenes of all of that because it must have been a massive amount of work. Oh, to yeah. generate that. I like the one, uh, the first song, he says, here comes Mr. Humbug, here comes Mr. Grimm, yes, isn't it? And, yes. and even, the, even the cabbages join in yeah. the song, don't they? <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> There's nothing quite like the Muppets, is it? But I mean, it's a, it's a great version of Dickens' story and... You know, the central character, of course, is Scrooge, but of course, there's lots of other stories that are entwined with that. Uh, you know, you, where have you been if you've not ever heard of the Christmas Carol story before? But uh, the Muppets is a good version, and it is family friendly, but it's also light-hearted. But why are we discussing it on the connection? Well, I think it's got a central, the central theme of uh, is redemption. Really, that's the central theme of it is and of repentance, and a bit like the old man in Up we were on about uh, the other week. Yes. Is Scrooge is kind of at the end of a long journey into isolation and despair. Isn't he? yeah. He's not yeah. a happy man. You no. Know? He's somebody who's just sort of, he's cold. And what they say now, darkness was cheap. He likes yeah. darkness because yes. it's cheap. He yes. likes the cold because yes. he doesn't have to put the coal on. Yes. And he's miserable, dark, cold. And he's, it's just horrible. And he's horrible to other people, but he's he's consumed with all this sort of mean horribleness, isn't he? Really, he is, and we get a bit of a glimpse of his story. I mean, it's it's not a whole, you know, we don't get to experience all of it. But the ghost of Christmas past kind of gives us a bit of an insight to what life was like as a young Scrooge. And actually, for a for a little while, he was actually quite a nice person, wasn't he? But 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 actually, he soon got consumed by career and by money and by being sensible and being the best that he could be. And I think, you know, there are stories of isolation, not only in the classroom, but mm. but but uh, for, from a romance point of view, he lost, uh, you know, he, people didn't want to be with him because of his, his attitude. And, you know, even... Even at parties, he was always the boring one because he was—he just—he didn't couldn't compute that when when he was a youngster. No, he couldn't. He, he at uh, what's his name, Fozzie Bears. Yeah, I mean, Mr. that's a great Mr. party. Mister, Mrs. Mrs. Fozzie Wigs, isn't yeah. it? Rubber Chicken Factory, or whatever it was. Yeah. <laughs> it's really weird. But, but then, he couldn't. He didn't join in. He didn't dance, did he? No, he became the stereotypical accountant, which I don't think all accountants <laughs> are like that. But uh, you know, he 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 was all about the cash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, you know, coldness was cheap, and and so he appreciated that, and and I think that that consumed him, and he wanted to be in control, didn't he? he wanted yes. to be in, and I think, and looking all the time rather than outside of himself, he was always looking inside. He was looking to what he wanted and how he wanted to control the world around him. Yeah, and in the end, he just ended up in his own little dank, dark little world. Yeah. Um, until uh, Marley and Marley, the Muppets, turned up and oh. sung their silly song, innit? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We're Marley and Marley. Oh. Brilliant, yeah. It's great. I know, yeah, such a great thing. Um. We're Marley and Marley, avarice and greed. Took advantage of the poor, just ignored the needy. We specialized in causing pain, spreading fear and doubt. And if you could not pay the rent, we simply... And I think 
like you know the, the story talks about that his the ghost of Christmas future that mm. kind of really drums into him about the fact that when he's gone there is he is he's gone and I think he I guess probably thought when he said that it was, there was going to be some degree of legacy and people will remember him with a high esteem but very quickly he realizes that he had alienated so many people mm. and so many people really disliked him um, that you know his his clothes were being sold off as rags he was the laughing stock uh, and I think that you know seeing his own grave and the realization that that actually he was so isolated. Yeah, no. and it, it's not in Muppets, but it's in the other one called Scrooge, which is the musical one, uh, where they have this big sort of 1970s dance number, yeah. which goes, thank you very much, it's the nicest thing that anyone's ever done for me. <laughs> and what he's done is he's died. Yeah. <laughs> and yes. I think there is that thing where he realises that what he's valued all his life which is money and control and power yeah is utterly worthless yes absolutely and the ghost of christmas present i think was probably so enlightening because he suddenly started to realize the impact he had created on his present day you yeah. know and actually starting to realize that he relied on so many people to work for him and to do as he's told but actually when they went home the impact he had placed onto them was significant from his yeah. own family members right? well he went to see uh, uh, Miss Piggy didn't he yes. with, uh, <laughs> with Kermit <laughs> with Kermit yeah and I think the thing with that as well though, is he has that drink isn't it the, the milk mm. of uh, human kindness that he's never drunk from or experienced human kindness yes and he's forgotten the joy of spreading that kindness around that brings people you know and yeah. um, that and but that joy of the goes to Christmas present is kind of infectious a bit isn't it and yes at the end of that you can see throughout the film really how he gradually uh, changes and becomes more uh, joyful more aware of people around him yes. more kind and I think one of the best images in the whole film is the one of chains okay where uh, Marley and Marley turn up don't they and yes they're covered in chains isn't yes it? And there's this idea that um, our evil deeds can sort of hang around us as chains that actually imprison us, really. And I think yeah. that is that's certainly um, a biblical idea that you know uh, we we end up through those that selfishness will revert back on us and imprison us. That's a big theme in the Bible, really, mm. of how. Um, Ultimately, uh, there's a wonderful line from one of the Psalms that says, you know, the snare which we have set is our own foot caught. In other words, mm. our own sort of evil yes. has trapped us. Yes. And this idea of the trap of, of evil and the chains of evil, which um, Scrooge has seemed to be sort of caught up in. Really, he certainly did. And it was a culture, I think, he learned from Marley and Marley, who were his partners, weren't they? Yeah. And, you know, that really... The realization that in this kind of afterlife, that they are still holding these chains of of, of 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 the badness that they had created to others, and I think they reference that he is carrying those chains, and when he dies, he will be in kind of stuck with them as well. And I think one of those ha ha moments within the films that I think he then started to appreciate from that moment on that maybe he should be living very differently. 
mm. to to shed those chains. Yeah. To ask for forgiveness, for repentance, uh, and and try and live life differently. Yeah, and I think the idea of repentance, what repentance means, is to change your mind, mm. to turn your mind. That's the idea, and that's really what happens if you want to know. If you're thinking, what is the Christian idea of repentance? Well, it, it is basically Scrooge, where mm. you are confronted with the reality of who you are. Yes. And then you change your mind and say, I don't want to be like that now. And in turning away from uh, the darkness around you, that the chains, it's turning away from that way of living yeah. that breaks the, breaks the chain and, and allows you to escape from it, really. This idea of evil being a prison, that's the big idea behind it, really. Now, the magic of a film presents one <laughs> night, I think Scrooge references, it was probably a bit of bad cheese, but uh, I, think, <laughs> I, I think, you know, it, the idea is that in, within one night he is visited by these three ghosts and, and, and the realisation occurs and he wakes up a very different person. But, you know, if, if people are listening to this and, and, they're, and, they're, and they're probably asking those questions themselves, can they... Can they turn away from their way of life and, and, and try and live a better life and looking for repentance? I mean, what 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 advice can we give our listeners to to even start journeying, start on that journey? Cause well, I think the first thing to say really with it is one of the one of the things about today's society is it's a very unforgiving society. Mm. So there's a lot of judgment around where, you know, it's like on Twitter, you know, so where we're at the sort of general election time now, so there's piles of researchers going through everybody's Twitter to find something stupid they said yes, of 15 course. years ago. Of course. God's not like that. God's not like Twitter. Um, the idea of redemption is to, to wipe, and forgiveness is to wipe away um, all of the past and begin again. Okay. And that mercy that we see in the, in the, the Christmas carol yeah. is that um, even though... He has to confront some dark truths about himself. Uh, in essence, that's what saves him, isn't it? Is that, and I think yes. <clears throat> what I would say is, journeying towards that is, the best thing to do is to be honest with yourself, mm. but to be merciful to yourself. In other yeah. words, to say, yeah, this is who I am. Yeah, this is what I've done. This is the mistakes I've made. Um, and but God is always willing to accept me and at the beginning of most um, Christian services uh, there's a moment where we can reflect on the our lives or the last week or so mm. and say sorry to God and I love that part of the service because everybody does it. Yeah, okay. It's not like, kind of like, oh, well, you lot said sorry. Like, obviously yes. you've been a bit dodgy this week. Yeah, know? the cheap seats. Okay. <laughs> yeah, the rough ones over there. Like, you know, they've got it. And, and yeah. I think one of the most powerful things sometimes, especially, say, when you go to the cathedral or whatever, or you go to other things, is that it doesn't matter who the person is, you know, mm. what function in the church they have, uh, what level of society they are. We all admit... Um, that we get it wrong, and I think church is like uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, really. Okay. <laughs> we're kind of no, we're all in the same ball. Yeah. Um, none of us are perfect. No. And the weird thing is, the more you can be honest with yourself as Scrooge is, yeah, 
eventually you can be more compassionate to others. Okay. Yeah, because you're more compassionate to others because you you know yourself you're not perfect. Mm, yeah, exactly. And I think, interestingly, I think Scrooge had many of those realisations throughout his visions. I think mm. that's, that's called the mat. Um, and in fact, so much so, I think there's a lovely little scene right at the end where he reverted back to his grumpy character. Oh, yeah. Uh, so when he went to speak to, to Bob Cratchit and he was being all grumpy and actually that was funny to see because he then, it was like a realisation that, yeah, actually I was this grumpy person. I can actually pretend briefly to be that, but actually I can sugarcoat it and make it really great at the end and and, and becomes the, the Scrooge we all want to love now because, of course, he, A, has probably forgiven himself for being such a miserable old man uh, and being grumpy and enthralled in this negativity all his life, but then start being quite an incredibly highly charitable person. Yeah, you know? and, and it is a parallel in the Gospels of this, which is a man called Zacchaeus. Okay. Now, Zacchaeus um, is a very, very short man, and he was a tax collector uh, in um, in on the on, Jer- on Jericho on the way to Jerusalem. So okay. just as Jesus is going to Jerusalem for the yeah. last time, he goes through the town and Zacchaeus sees him. But because he's so short, he's got to climb up a tree. Yeah, right? and, and and I guess he wasn't a very liked man. He was a no. tax collector. He was very small, uh, <laughs> and I, I think you know the, I think parts of the Bible do dictate that he you know people generally didn't like him, and he wasn't a nice person. Was no, he? everybody hated him because. Yeah. Um, Everybody hated him because he was a tax collector and mm. he was corrupt. Yes. So uh, he worked for the Romans, so that's bad. Uh, he's worked any for occupying power. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. never good. He's a tax collector, nobody likes the tax man. No. And also as well, he's a corrupt one, so he charged you more than he should. And Jesus' response to uh, Zacchaeus, who's a very similar character to Scrooge, really, um, is to say... Please, can I come round your house for some dinner? Yes. Did he greet him on the tree? That's it. Yeah. He did. He, did. he came yeah. to him on the tree, and uh, he said, "Come down. I'm going to go to your house for dinner." Yeah. And everyone was shocked. Yeah. And, and the end of of uh, Christmas Carol, you know, they they go for Christmas dinner, don't they? They do. They yeah. do. Absolutely. And that's the thing. So, basically, Jesus' response is to welcome Zacchaeus and to talk to him and to forgive him, mm. and the change in Zacchaeus is that um, he says, well, if I've cheated anybody, I'll pay them back four times more than I took, which yes. is what um, what uh, Scrooge does. Yeah. He, just, he doesn't give back a little bit. He gives it all back, doesn't he? He's got that exuberance like Zacchaeus has. Um, so really, and, and the other interesting thing is that the people around Jesus were all complaining because Jesus was eating with Zacchaeus yeah. when he shouldn't be doing that. No. He eats and drinks with sinners. And really, when you're talking about coming to God in repentance at Christmas, being honest with ourselves, we have to remember that God, through Jesus, accepted Zacchaeus and forgave him. Yeah. So there's nothing that, that is beyond God's power to forgive, really. Not even Scrooge. No, not even Scrooge. <laughs> not even Scrooge. Um, one last thing to say um, about it all, and there's another. There's another story from uh, Scripture which ties in with the Muppet Christmas Carol as well, um, <laughs> which is a story from um, the Acts of the Apostles, where Saint okay. Paul is in prison, right, and he's all chained up, 
and what happens is the angel comes to meet him and his chains fall off. Okay. And he escapes prison. Right. His chains fall off. Yeah. Now, um, when I was training for the priesthood, I did a stint in Wakefield Prison. Oh, okay. Which is a Category A prison up okay. in uh, up in Yorkshire. It's got all the. It's a bit of a funny place to work, really, because you recognise people and you think, "Where have I seen you yeah. before?" <laughs> you read the newspaper. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. You were on BBC yesterday. Oh, I know you. Crime Watch. You know, yeah. it's sort of like, "Oh yeah, you're the bloke who did. You're the bloke who did that." And you're yeah. like, "Oh dear. Oh, dear. Okay. Yes. Fair enough." <laughs> but um, it was a wonderful place to work because you you got a sense that that is the business end of Christianity. You yeah. know, because. Okay. Uh, sometimes people feel as though you know church is for good people and they can't do things in church or they can't be in church or the big thing was on take me out the other night uh, where someone said oh, if I go into church I'll get struck down you know this sort of thing you know you think <laughs> okay. alright fair enough um, when you think that all the murderers and uh, rapists and other people who were in mm. in the chapel in Wakefield yeah um you can receive communion off, you know, someone who's who's got a life sentence, you know. Yeah, um, okay. But the wonderful thing about uh, being there was that they they could always pick the hymns, right? Okay. Right, and uh, they picked the hymns, and the one they always picked was old Char- Charles Wesley hymn, right? Okay. Yeah, which is called "And Can It Be," right? Yeah. Okay. And the chorus for it was. My chains fell off, my heart was free, because, oh, my Lord, you found out me. Okay. And what they used to do at the end of the hymn, when they went, my chains fell off, they used to throw their hands in the air like this. Uh, But the funny thing was, some of them were still handcuffed. (laughs) 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 You saw these chains everywhere. But what they did say was, is that um, some of them who were at life sentences, they said that, they knew that in this life they would never be free again. Okay. But when they sang And Can It Be, they felt free because they knew that God had forgiven them okay. and their real chains had been taken away like in yeah. Scrooge. Yeah, no, that's interesting, isn't it? That's uh, that's amazing. That's a good story, though, isn't it? And it connects beautifully to the idea of Scrooge and repentance and uh, and the idea that it takes you right to modern-day... Uh, inmates who are aware that they have done wrong and yeah. they've turned to God for forgiveness that, that that sometimes the crimes are too much and they're stuck within that life sentence but actually what's sometimes really important is that A, that self-realisation that that you want to change and the self-realisation of, of that you've done something wrong that that a lot of that you will get forgiveness Yeah, and, and that is that must be very reassuring that they will be at peace with their own death because they'll know that at yeah. judgment they would have been judged and they are free. They are free. And I think um, maybe the last thing to say with this, which I think is, is quite important as we run up to Christmas mm. and some sort of like thinking about it, is that uh, materialism that uh, consumes Scrooge, yeah. I think we are, and consumption, uh, the materialism... That's something that we're invited to join in with uh, in the run-up to Christmas. And this idea of Christmas Day being like the perfect day that we Mm. have to all sit around and have the perfect family, like the Asda advert and (laughs) all this sort of thing, you know. And, you know, we all have to be like the John Lewis Christmas and Mm. everything else. And Mm. I think that's a really 
horrible chain that uh, they invite us to to bind ourselves with. Mm. And I think that um, it's the opposite of what Christmas should be. And one one of the wonderful things of celebrating the, the Christian Christmas in that sense is we get that sense of being free from yeah. expectation okay. and focusing on um, the person of Jesus outside of ourselves yeah. um, enables us to not take on that chain of yeah. expectation and as their adverts. Mm. So your chain fell off, my heart was free. Because I walked out of Tesco's and it found out me. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear! But there we are. Well, uh, so as we uh, move closer to Christmas, uh, I think it's very important that if you just keep an eye on our Facebook, on our Twitter, on our, our uh, Instagram, and equally important, if you're part of our mailing list, there's there's lots of exciting things happening for this year's Christmas uh, within the parish of Yea and within the Froome side uh, for you to. Uh, take the opportunity to, to to find some peace somewhere on the line because I think we we're all going to appreciate that Christmas gets incredibly busy uh, and living to the expectation that maybe we are portrayed on telly that sometimes it's quite nice to find some peace and so our churches will be open there will be plenty to engage with um, and if you are new to the parish of Yate uh, and you're looking to connect with the church because Christmas is a good time to start looking for uh, if, if any starting or journey with our faith then you'll be more than welcome to come to any of our churches there's plenty uh, going on yeah so it's all on the websites as well oh, yes, uh, of over in Froomside in Yate both of them and they'll be in the, the show notes both of the, the web links and everything else you need so I won't say uh, get ready for the big day <laughs> <laughs> when you are on overtime aren't you <laughs> I'm a, no no you saw like my dad now and he said, he said to me he said, do you get double time on Christmas I'm like no he said you want to have a word with the union about that <laughs> Well, more next time on The Connection. <laughs>